It was suffering for sure. <laughs> yeah, video evidence. Uh, I was. I think we were all suffering a little bit. I think it was all just like the mental thing. It was a. I, I think I got over the mental idea pretty quickly. My my mindset was like, all right, my foot is all the way on the pedal right now. There was no, like I'm leaning against the hill. I'm doing about everything I could do, and I was there for two hours maybe. Foot on the pedal for like two hours. Yeah, yeah I didn't even need the foot on the pedal. That was foolish. <laughs> but just so worried <laughs> yeah it was understandable it was worry but it was also i continuously had hope but i was like everybody's gelling everybody's doing this together right now and we're all usually in this we're gonna get out of it hopefully with a car if not <laughs> without a car that would suck really bad but i think yeah. my mindset the whole time was we're gonna be out of this with this car i don't know how and it's like that's a transferable mindset like those are those are transferable skills to be able to see wow, this is a really crummy part. But to look at the people around you and be like, well, we're in this together. I yeah. Mean, yeah, that's, that's. I mean, when I hit that first wave. You're not really having fun and you get in the water and then you start surfing and then you start like, first it's like horrible because it's so cold. And you love it so much. And it's such a commitment, but you feel so good afterwards. Um, I don't know that I would be able to do it if I was just doing it by myself. We talked about like the, yeah, the, yeah, embrace, yeah. the embrace this suck so much being happy in your situation or trying to find the positive um the positives of the situation i think it's a lot of like success or at least for me anyway you have to be cautious about having your joy rooted in a circumstance of success because it's like certainly it's not what life is it's not just this like buoyancy of successes the things that you care about they become your purpose and they become your why, the reason why you're doing it. And, and we root our joy and our happiness in this. To do the things that you have to do when you have to do them so you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. You realize how much pain and time and frustration comes with it. And yeah, I think there's um, like sometimes people present their work or their passion in such a way that they never show how much effort has gone into it. But they consistently got back to it and they kept taking steps forward. It doesn't mean it was forward every single time, but it's that consistency. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I should be getting better right now, but I'm not, I'm cheating myself. <laughs> yeah, it feels wrong, you know? So it's really cool, like habits are so, it's like, a, like you have to work really hard to get that consistency that makes it into a habit. Embracing sucky parts together and then we can really enjoy but it was all those lows that made us appreciate the highs and, and not, I know, not yeah, to worry yeah, through, you know. Costa Rica vacation recap life. Not really sure what to call it actually, but just three incredible people, Graham Rice, Monica and Sophia Mayorga, two twins and three overall amazing people that I met traveling in Costa Rica. They are surfers, turtle conservationists. They have a deep care for our world and doing service that helps our world and people. They are in a transition period of their lives for all of them, for, for many of us finding ourselves in that, grinding for the next step and truly embracing adversity together. They've opened up to me and can, we've connected and we've found so many joyful overlaps in both our time in Costa Rica and just the short week that we spent together and reflecting on all the lessons that we can learn from surf and surfing and just how much there is to relate to the mindset of a surfer and the mindset of embracing 
challenging, difficult things, accepting what you can control and changing what you can and taking action towards that. It's it's really uh, an amazing group to talk to. We had a phenomenal conversation. And in addition to the vacation recap and reflection, it's uh, the first time I did a podcast with multiple people. So yeah, definitely made some mistakes, a little bit of things to, to learn from, but you know, watch us learn, watch us get better. And we'll stick with this process and continue to do it because I truly love getting a chance to give people a voice and share their story, put them in a place where we can recognize them and all of us can spend a little bit more time looking to recognize someone and, and, and truly see how much we can connect from that. And so it's been amazing. This conversation is awesome. I hope you enjoy it. The first question is, what do you want us to know about you? So I gave you guys an introduction, but really tell us a little bit more about your story. And I was thinking, Graham, why don't you kick it off for us? Yeah, man, I'd love to start. Uh, called me out early for forgetting the... Uh forgetting the bio it's fair though what a good friend would do yeah exactly exactly um my bio i'd say right now it's a it's a transition period in my life and transitioning from one university to another but a lot of that's fueled by like who i am i think i'm very much an ocean inspired person and i'm not i wasn't going to university on the ocean but now i am i think that's what a lot of my source of joy is just being around people who are kind of like like-minded and that, and that they really much go with the flow. And that's that's kind of exactly what the surfing vibe is, I think. And that's like met, meeting these people. And I was like, shit, these are my people. Like, this, is, this is who I want to hang out with. Um, but other than that, I'd say just any any outdoor sports, honestly. I just, I'm, I'm at my happiest mentally when I'm, when I'm outside, for sure. Love that. And we're going to get a little bit more into the surfing in a little bit. So I'm glad you alluded to it. M- Monica, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm quite, um, I love the ocean, I think. Well, I've lived all my life near the ocean. So that's like mainly my passion. And um, yeah, I'm really, I really like learning new stuff. And yeah, right now I'm in a bit of a, yeah, I'm also in a bit of a transition period because I'm wondering, um, I don't know, I'm in between two things. I'm between, I'm between like two jobs and different masters and I don't really know what I want to do um but yeah I'm really enjoying kind of not knowing what I'm doing right now (laughs) you're in the middle of that process right you're you're constantly evolving it's pretty cool uh and I know it's gonna be super hard to tell who's talking um for the the listeners but it'd be hard (laughs) enough just looking at you guys but Sophia uh why don't you tell what's your story well so yeah, so I am currently living in Holland. I am doing a master's on bioinspired innovation. Uh, I've always loved nature. Like, that's why I chose biology for my undergrad. And yeah, that's like, I don't know, I love being in nature. And like, yeah, as I said, I'm really curious. I always want to understand like how things work, like how animals work and like what every plant does. And yeah, that's why I decided to do biology. But now I really want to connect it to the rest of the world I want to connect it with businesses I want to use this knowledge um, in a way that connects research with other people you know to actually make uh, changes uh, so yeah but currently yeah I'm looking for an internship so I am actually also in a transition period because 
I'm looking for, I canceled the internship I was doing and now I am looking for something to do for nine months, um, which is hard. Uh, so, and yeah, depending on that, that's going to define a lot what I, yeah, how this year will go. So, yeah. Nice. But, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. And I think all of you share this openness, this curiosity, because in this transition period, I think that that's what led us to connect so meaningfully and so uh, profoundly in such a short amount of time. So I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to wanting to be a part of, but you guys really live it and experience it. So in sharing that mindset, which I'm, I've never done a podcast with multiple people. So I just want you guys to talk, have fun and go. There's no necessarily turns or anything. Let's just see how this goes. But you know, describe that mindset and where you think it's come from for you. How do you think it developed? I think I'm very much a cost reward person. And so when I put myself out there, and it's like, this is, it's a, it's an emotional, it's a physical cost to like put effort into things and especially like trust others with uh, kind of like, I think vulnerability in your life. But when you see that come back and pay off, like as well as it did with like Monica and Soph and yourself, I think it's very much like, a, okay, this is worthwhile. This is a worthwhile people to be around. I want to continue to put my effort into these people because I'm recognizing like there is a emotional benefit from this. And I think it, it's an aspect sort of selfish because I'm looking for my own joy. But when my, so much of my joy stems from being around other people who are like me, where it's like, of course, I'm going to stay around these people. Yeah, I, I love that. It's super relevant. I mean, Monica, Sophia, did you have a, a take on it too? Um, my, well, I love what you said, actually, Graham, of like allowing yourself to be vulnerable with people. Like, I feel like that's a very important thing to do, like even at the beginning of a relationship, because that actually bonds you much quicker. Like, I feel like with you two, um, I'm not going to include Monica, because obviously, like, <laughs> she's my daughter. But I feel like just like being able to be vulnerable and like open and just like share everything from the beginning actually made the relationship feel so strong, even if it was such a short amount of time. Um, so yeah, I completely agree with that. I would say like um, my mindset in life is quite, um, I always push really hard to get everything I want. Uh, so I'm always like, yeah, always trying my best to improve in every aspect, which can be very exhausting, but that's just how I, I work. And that's what gives me a lot of happiness. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love that emphasis on vulnerability because it requires that willingness to go first. And I think that's where everyone kind of secretly wants to feel it. But, you know, when you're yeah. brave enough to, to go for it, you, although it can be like anxiety inducing, you're so stressed, like, uh, but really like everyone feels that way. But then you make the jump and it's like, it's like crowd surfing. You make the jump and then all of a sudden everyone puts their hands up, but their hands aren't in the air when you make the jump. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, I'll just, I'm just trying to make surfing analogies, I guess, at this point. No, no, no. That was true. subconscious. <laughs> no, I think it, it really corresponds to so many things in life. I'd like, because I think about times this week where I've just been surfing and there's a guy next to me. I'm just like, I could just sit here and just not say a thing. Or I could just like sit here, start up a conversation, see about this, too, and then end up like being these dope kind of conversations with these like with these old surfers. I'm just and then I'm learning about their lives, and it's like, like why, why, why is anyone scared to just like talk to another person? It's so worthwhile every single time. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, and most of the time, you just make a comment on anything, 
and that strikes it. Who knows where that conversation can lead to? So just go for it, right? Exactly, on the spot. That's awesome. So I'd love to know a little bit more about, we're, we're talking about surfing now. So tell me what surfing has meant in your life. Um, I, I think surfing has been like, well, obviously I went to, well, not obviously, but I went to um, Cornwall to like a, a surfing kind of area of England for university. And so I've been like surfing every week for the last like three years uh, there. And um, yeah, I just fell in love with it, to be honest. I've met like my best fr friends through surfing and um, surfing there is very different to like surfing in Costa Rica. Like if you want to surf, it's like a commitment because you're going into freezing water and like it's not very good conditions most times. Um, but I don't know, it's such a bonding moment. And I think maybe that's why me and my friends that we met um, in England, like surfing, it was like such a like strong bond because you're like in the cold, like you're not really having fun and you get in the water and then you start surfing and then you start like first it's like horrible because it's so cold and you love it so much and it's such a commitment but you feel so good afterwards um and I feel like uh yeah I really want to live near the water and be able to surf the rest of my life and I'm not even good at surfing but it just makes me really happy and uh yeah I think for me it's like I don't know. I can't wait to surf again. It's like, it's become a bit like an addiction, you know? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. That, and that's, that's so relevant because to, to surfing and life, it's like doing the sucky things. We hate them, but after the fact, and we have plenty of stories from the one week we spent together where we can just say sucky things that after the fact really bring you closer and give you something to laugh about. If, if you have someone to do them with. Like, I mean, surfing, just, just staying on the topic of surfing before we tell the story of the car. Uh, I, I don't know that I would be able to do it if I was just doing it by myself. It's just, you have to paddle out, get destroyed by waves. You spent the, the first two sessions, I'm just trying to sit on my board correctly and just getting smoked every time a wave comes and I'm, I don't even know what to do. And then you get stuck in the mid drift where you're just getting waves crashed on you. And I'm like, why am I here? But then you hit, you hit one, you know, one wave that you get a little bit pumped up and that's enough to keep you coming back. It's like golf, you have a terrible time, yeah. one swing and you're like, oh, I could come back and do this again. Yeah, man, we talked about, we talked about like the yeah, embrace, yeah, yeah. the embrace that sucks so much. And it's, you're right. It's, it's certainly true with so many things in life, but I think surfing is so much more apparent to you because it's like three hours set every day it's not something you're getting better at as the day goes on it's like you get better you can see yourself improve every single day and like kind of the aspect monica was talking about where it's all these people like you're so much connected with because you're out there in the water for like maybe two and a half three hours sometimes and there's no distractions it's literally just like giving away so when there's a lull everybody's just like bored there's no waves to surf or when there's a massive set coming through everybody's like frantic and everybody's experiencing the same panic <laughs> so it's like it's a kind of this beautiful thing where it's like it's like you're living you're, you're doing this life thing where it's so mental it's so important for so many people and you're doing it with them every morning and it's just like i'm not sure it's, i'm not sure there's anything much better than that yeah and it's like that's a transferable mindset like those are those are transferable skills to be able to see wow, this is a really crummy part, but to look at the people around you and be like, well, we're in this together. I yeah. Mean, 
Yeah, that's that's. I mean, when I hit that first wave, like first good wave, I stood up on and I like rode down the side. I I like all I wanted to do is come be like, yo, I just hit that wave. Yeah. It was sick. Actually, like, yeah. And you were like, awesome. And then two minutes later, Mother Nature rewarded me with a yeah. fat yeah. smack in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Board's like twelve feet in the air. I'm twelve meters under the water. Is ridiculous. <laughs> Getting tossed and tossed. I'm trying to swim up, and I'm just like, I hope I'm swimming up. Yeah. So everything. Yeah. <laughs> I open my eyes. It's just hope the service is up there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely reminds you how, yeah, nature is more, much stronger than we are. Even though humbling. Yeah. it's humbling for sure. Very yeah, humbling. humbling. Very mm-hmm. humbling. So, I mean, so we've, we've overcome these challenges in surfing and some, usually overcoming things makes you proud, but what's something that makes you proud, whether it be in surfing or in your personal life? For me, I think it's it's really been these last couple of months. I think I've developed a lot as a person, but also like as kind of became, I had the syntax for this idea of a person I wanted to be, but I needed a catalyzer to get there. And I think kind of getting this Costa Rica internship was, was a little bit of that catalyzer in the sense that it forced me outside of my comfort zone. I'd never traveled by myself before. And so that, that myself was like the first night being in new country by myself was like sketch. And I was like, all right, here we go. Like, what are we doing? And then I started a conversation and boom, it was just like kind of flow from there. Uh, but I think it's, it's, it's really been seeing, my, seeing myself mature, like spiritually in a way. And like what I, what I kind of believe in, in terms of the soul and in terms of like how I see myself as a human being. And I think career-wise I've matured and, and a big, become like a much better surfer like health-wise I've matured as well and it's it's now at this point where it's like okay these things happen but I'd be more proud of myself if I can keep this going when I'm not in Costa Rica when I'm by myself when I'm just like working and without like a like-minded people around me I think it makes it more difficult so it'll be this next step right here is kind of where I become like oh hell yeah now I'm hella proud right I think that that's well, I don't want to steal words, but maybe, maybe that's why traveling is so important because you get to you get to be self-selected around all those people that have that similar mind. They're looking okay. for for something. So I guess now it's all about how do you carry that mindset and keep it going. That's that's great. We'll we'll, we'll be rooting for you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's Thanks, really guys. hard because you also took that decision of changing unis when you were in Costa Rica, and it's easy to feel that like yeah this is what I want I want to be near the ocean and I want to change and then like it it, it might be a, the, like a good idea and the right decision but once you get back home then you're like wow this yeah, is like, actually fun, a really what big did I do? yeah it's, ex- <laughs> it's, ex- it's execution mode once it gets to yeah. back home it's yeah, not no, just right. a fantasy yeah. anymore or anything yeah right. yeah 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 yeah, I've got the same. Like the reason why I canceled my internship was because <laughs> I went to Costa Rica and I realized like how valuable time is. And yeah, I had this yeah. internship that I was going to do with seed coatings, which is interesting. But to be honest, like I don't really want to get into agriculture in the future. And yeah, I think going to Costa Rica made me realize like that one mo- month I did so much. Like I, I learned so much that I don't want to spend nine months of my life doing something that I'm not sure if it's going to lead me to where I want to go. Like, I prefer to stop, think about what I'm doing. And then like, yeah, nine months is a big commitment, you know, like you want to make sure it's something you 
you want to do so yeah I think Costa Rica really changed my path if I hadn't gone like I would be working on seed coatings right now <laughs> wow yeah it's a really eye-opening really a great time to reflect it certainly was for me too like coming back into 2022 reflecting a lot on you know what I value most and Graham you talk about like aligning with the person you want to be that's something I, I talk about too and like who am I now who do I want to be how do I bridge that gap and it requires you to think a lot about what you want and you guys alluded to that like a little bit and like talking about what you really want even if you don't know what you want exactly you keep moving forward towards something and keep trying to align yourself a little bit more to it but I think a great part of that requires you to think about what does success really mean to you and I don't know if it's something that we think about enough or we don't ask ourselves that question because it could be the time, like Sophia is saying, it could be more money so that you can enjoy time. Where does that trade-off come? So I'm curious to ask you, what does success mean to you? Anyone can take it. I think for me, success is a lot like doing things that you hate doing, but you really want to do. You know, like uh, let's say like being able to pitch your idea to like I don't know a group of 30 people that might sound scary but I think being able to do it because if I think about it it's something that I've always wanted to do once you're on top of that stage and you have to talk you feel like fuck I don't want to do this but being able to do it and like even if it goes well badly and yeah like putting yourself in that position is so so important like that's what how I define success yeah honestly we talk about yeah, that a lot. Like that's really like yeah. to get to that success, it takes the discipline to make the sacrifice and, you know, yeah. to, to yeah. do the, to do the things that you have to do when you have to do them. So you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, but I also think for me, success um, is also being happy where you are. Like you mm -hmm. might not be in like, you might not be challenging yourself or you might not be in like a perfect situation, but I think, being happy in your situation or trying to find the positive um the positives of the situation I think it's a lot of like success or at least for me anyway I don't know yeah in the mindset right being able I, I describe that as being able to find joy yeah. where you are I make a distinction between joy and happiness happiness is very external very very a lot of external factors because you're always thinking I'll be happy when I fill in the blank you know I get this yep. car I have this wife I have this job I get this promotion but instead you can choose to be joyful you can choose that attitude in your everyday life and, and that's so closely linked to gratitude like you're talking about Monica Graham you're nodding your head yeah it's I think it's it's interesting because we do kind of have different ideas on success which is super super interesting I think especially for being around the same age um I've I, I've kind of had a perspective change on success recently in that I think so much of it's geared towards your passion and sort of like what Sophie said it's like it's based upon like doing things that you're passionate about because it's going to pay off for you but I'm not for me I'm not sure that really necessarily entails taking taking an aspect of something you don't like I'm not sure I think success is Success for me, like what success would look like in my life is me finding a career I'm sustainable in, like my, my, my passion sustainable in, and there's significance. I think it's, it's like this perfect mixture between adventure and significance where I'm like discovering consistently, 
and but also like propelling i think propelling myself to a to a i guess a sense of sense of significance but i'm i'm doing things that are like very very enriching to me yeah for sure i i mean thinking about the action steps that are going to take you to that what really defines significance so I think that that's where that's where the hard work could come in. Like that's that, where you got to start you defining stuff it. Stuff right? I want to do, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that some some that take part in significance, but and it's hella cliche. But it's like if you love what you do, then you never work a day in your life. I think it's there's some validity behind that because there were there were some times where I was really enjoying what I was doing with turtle work, and significance is sort of there. But all, all like all like all in all, I think it's like that significance really stems from like recognizing like what is this genuinely help and and you hit that point where you realize that like genuine doesn't help and you're like all right i'm not sure this is i'm not sure i'm feeling like joy from success recently mm. i think it's, it's you have to be cautious about having your joy rooted in a circumstance of success because it's like certainly it's not what life is it's not just this like buoyancy of successes but I don't know. I think I'm still discovering that for myself. Like what is significance and mm-hmm. how does that aid in my like, sustaining of joy? But right. I think we're, we're all constantly in that process of, of redefining what is significant. I think it, I think the two things you're saying are so closely linked. I mean, the three things you're all so closely linked. It's, it's really, I think that that significance comes down to the way that we define it. And when you choose the things that you care about, they become your purpose. And they become your why, the reason why you're doing it. And, and we root our joy and our happiness in that. So for Sophia, it, it, it being so closely linked to that purpose, it means I'm will, it, I know what my, my why is, so I'm willing to sustain the how. I'm willing to do those things that are less favorable because I know that it's going to pay off with you know, sacrificing the, the primary rewards for the secondary and the tertiary because we know that those are more lasting and fulfilling tertiary yeah i know i like that word i didn't know it i didn't know it before i knew it (laughs) now i got it (laughs) wonderful along you know success is defined differently for everyone that's something that i've i've come to find is is very true uh or or just the way that we think about it it shapes our mindsets differently so having conversations like this is really awesome to expand the way you think see it from a different angle um I have some, a great group of friends that kind of challenge me there in my, my challenge network. And we talk about it being like a prism or you, where you, you shoot light into it and it refracts out in different ways and you can really see the light coming out in a lot of different ways. And, and that, that's really eye opening for me and it continues to keep me learning. So what do you find are lessons that you find yourself learning and relearning in, in maybe the same or different ways? the huge the huge difference between ideas and actions mm. it's so easy to get up like that's so true so easy to come up with a good idea like these are the things that it's like it's gonna help me it's gonna help me if i do them and i should put my energy into these things because this is good but the, because the, the result is this and it's beautiful but it's like so many things in my life just kind of stay in idea stage and i hit these points where it's like oh my gosh what am i doing like i'm not i'm not acting on things right now and then you're like, I'll act on things. And then you do it for a little bit and you get to this like sweet point of like, all right, I've, I've reaped the fruits of my labor. 
and then you kind of like I kind of like straddle off and don't work as hard for a little bit and then I'm like all, all everything's ideas right now nothing's being put into action so I think it's this kind of recurring process of re- realizing like it sounds laborious but like my mind's always got to be doing something and if it's not it's going backwards it's like that get better every day or you're getting worse kind of thing mm. yeah yeah I can see that actually but I also feel like action is something that requires so much more effort than ideas like every time I have a good idea like at the beginning I'm so excited about it and I don't see the negatives of it and then when you have you start acting on it like you realize how much pain and time and frustration comes with it and yeah I think there's um like sometimes people present their work or their passion in such a way that they never show how much effort has gone into it I think that's something that yeah like even I don't know let's say Instagram for example you see people doing amazing things and you yeah you completely forget that the time and energy that has gone into it is so much um so yeah I think in in every aspect like yeah like ideas are very idyllic like actions are gonna be hard (laughs) yeah to follow (laughs) <laughs> that, that's so beautiful i mean i'm not i'm not paying you to say that but that's what that's what this podcast is all about it's like talking <laughs> over through that pain and through that struggle i mean the the name of it was witness evolution because i really wanted to highlight seeing people in that process but yeah. i'm changing it now to heart and hard work because what i realize is that's the crux that's what it's really all about it's that ordinary people can achieve the extraordinary and shape what's possible for others by taking action with their heart and hard work. We talked about this a ton on our, on our trip together, but um, it's really, it's, it's a little thing that makes a massive difference, but how do you continue to do that? How do you stay driven versus motivated? Right. Anyone can get motivated to be like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Like you, you talk, talk, talk. And then the next day comes and the alarm goes off, you get up and you go to the gym and the second day you're like, ah, the line goes off you're like I'm sore I'm tired I just want to sleep but eh, I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> then tomorrow put gets pushed off it gets pushed off but like that that core group of people that really stick to it they have that perseverance and they're taking that action every day that's what gets me going and I'm not saying I'm perfect but though that's where I draw my inspiration from and I stay driven thinking about those amazing people yeah definitely and they're the people that um you get inspired and well they're successful normally they're like for me it's people like David Attenborough but he's a normal person he's not like like a god or something but Mm. that's how I see him but he must have gone through so much hard work and so much like uh, rejection and everything but he still kept on going and his passion for conservation and yeah who he is he's now like I don't know everyone is like admiring him Mm. Uh, yeah he started being like someone normal you know right it's 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 uh, it's just us one day we're ordinary people (laughs) we can we can make it happen but like you said we look at these people and they get to the top and you think wow they're so perfect they do it right all the time and forget like there had to be so many hiccups there had to be so many lumps on the head there had to be so many you know times that they were backtracked but they consistently got back to it and they kept taking steps forward it doesn't mean it was forward every single time but it's that consistency I think that I I really I get so attracted to and I want to be surrounded by it I want to share those mindsets because I know that's going to help me elevate that's going to help me elevate other people as well 
I think yeah, so, much, so much of it is rooted. Am I muted? No, I'm not muted. My no, we got you. <laughs> so much of it is rooted in like good habits, though. I think it's yeah, it's it's a huge key to, to being able to like stay on track with something. It's like forming those good habits, and and it comes from the motivation you're talking about. But it's like I think once you establish habits is when you've really made a first step in turning ideas into motivation and habits are so hard to form because it's like, it can take a three week process of you being just on it every single day, or it could be like a three day process. If you did like, <coughs> sorry, it'd be a three day process. If you just like being consistent with it, it's like, you never really know until you actually take that action step to see what it's like. What does this look like in my life? What does this look like as a as a consistent factor in my life that's gonna like aid in success? And it's like sometimes you you don't see it pay off immediately. It can be discouraging. But I think it's like when I've when I think of like those those famous those people like David Attenborough or like I think of like David Goggins or or Jordan Peterson and these guys who are formed patterns in their life like for all three guys, very different patterns. Like you think of, think of Jordan Peterson, very philosophical. And just, it's habits. You think of David Goggins. It's, it's waking up every morning. It's working out. It's having that mindset of like, like do better, do harder. And then it's like Attenborough. It's just like consistently research. It's consistently just like a deep passion for the planet. It comes from like habits, which is crazy. Like how, how much our daily like rituals in, impact so much like our direction of our lives. That's really true. Yeah. Like, it, there's so many things I do now that I can remember them being so hard before, like, I don't know, cooking or working out. Like now, working out every day is, I mean, like, I won't even think about it. Like, it's like you crave it, right? It's like when you don't get it, it feels weird. <laughs> yeah, like, it would be weird not to do it. Like, not doing it is what's weird. Like, doing it is what feels like, okay, like, it's like brushing my teeth, you know? Mm -hmm. um, or like even like academic work, I've always been like working really hard academically since I was <laughs> super young, like 14. So yeah, not doing it is what feels stranger than doing it. Like empty a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, like yeah. I should be getting better right now, but I'm not, I'm cheating myself. <laughs> yeah, it feels wrong, you know? So it's really cool, like habits are so, it's like a, like you have to work really hard to get that consistency that makes it into a habit. And I don't know how long it takes for something to become a habit. Like I remember someone telling me like 40 days, but I can imagine it being more. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like it will be more than 40. Um, but yeah, it's so nice. Like it does pay off once you do it. Like it's part of you, you know, it's part of your identity, which is right. really cool. Right. Yeah. There's a bunch of research on that. It could be anywhere from three weeks to 14 months. But yeah. I, I would say that it's really closely in going full circle. It's really closely linked to that purpose. You know, why yeah. do you care? And what, like, why do you want to lose weight? Is it to look, to look better? Or like, you know, is it for your health? Is it for your kids? You want to be able to meet your grandkids one day? Like I would say that those purposes come in so much heavier when, it, when you think about why you're trying to do a habit and, and spending enough time thinking about that why is huge. Yeah. And I would say, oh, go, you go ahead. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to chime in and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, was just, um... I often get so excited when I'm, when other people are talking and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't I want to interrupt them, but I feel like it's just like, I'm trying to send them energy. 
but so staying motivated, staying driven, you know, taking that action and, and finding your purpose, it really requires you to, to have that mindset. And that's what we're sharing here. So I love hearing you guys, your thoughts, I'm very open with this conversation. What are some of the core mantras that guide your life and your experiences? So how do you keep that mindset throughout? I think I've ad- adopted the kind of a new one. I hadn't heard it until the, the Costa Rica trip either in that surprise. I hadn't heard it, but it's not sure who first brought it forward. But they said the best, the best, the best day to plant a tree is yesterday. The next best time is right now. That was you. Yeah, it was you, Ralph. Um, <laughs> I'd never heard it before. Like, I know you didn't. You oh, didn't wait. It was three. when. I'm oh, sorry. The best. You time... have contacts hit me. Yeah, it's an Af- <laughs> African proverb. It's nice to be appreciated. <laughs> but yeah the idea that the idea that you should have been taking action all along you should have been making the steps but you can't control that so all yeah. you can do is move forward from right now the, yeah the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago the yeah. second best time is right now exactly. yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah, yeah to do fun. with an ice cube like the best time. Uh, oh, that's right. Exactly. That's right. In, the, in the in the hostel because it's as small we, as that. It's as small as that, but it's, it's the little things in life because you don't you can't start making ice when you need ice. You got to do it as soon as you get in there. You that's a habit. Yeah. It's a good habit to form as well. It's a good habit to form, but it's probably rooted in, in bad habits. If I was going to probably like from too much partying and be like, ah, we need some drinks. We need some, we need some more ice. But I'll, I, like, another one I think about is. I was on the ski, I was on the ski lift with the guy. I just started a conversation with him. He was a heavy, heavy park rat. I, I, saw, I had seen this guy doing like, like fourteen forty quirks early in the day. I'm like, this guy's, this guy's mad on the on the ski. So I asked him like, how do you like, how did you get into it? Like, I'm so terrified to go off the big air. And he's like, well, my grandpa told me one time that everything's everything's gonna be the hardest. To me, the hardest to do from the start, and it looks so big at the start, and it looks impossible mm-hmm. at the start. But you get started going, you get started learning like the basics, and then all of a sudden, it's like that thing's achievable. That thing it was like absolutely a no go one day. It's like now achievable. Yeah, so that that kind of vision as well, because I think I have so many ideas. Going back to the idea, like I have so many ideas, and like that's kind of impossible. I can't do that. But it's not until like I've actually like, pushed myself to like, all right, can I do this? That I've like gotten there like for there's a one point in time where i was like i was surfing a nine two surf like a long board and i was like there's no way i ever surfed shortboard in my life and then within three months i was surfing like a, a six one six two and i was like i was shredding it was like all right i have no <laughs> idea how i got here like, the nar, this, is, dude. this is literally just like it's, it's <laughs> exactly it's, it's me seeing these these habits pay off me seeing surfing every day on a smaller board and you seeing like trying to get these like better turns and then transitioning over to a board where i was like i'd never be able to surf this and then i surfed it and i was like okay don't know how this happened but that sound that like seemed impossible at one point yeah 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 for sure and like yeah i was thinking about it because i've got a diary and since i was really young like i don't know super young 12 i've been writing down what i've wanted to achieve like i i love making lists i love like writing down what i want to achieve and how i'm gonna achieve it and I was reading one from when I was around 15, I think, um, maybe like actually a bit older, maybe 17. And yeah, like everything I, w- I wanted to achieve, like I had achieved it now. 
and I was thinking like, oh my God, like my little Sophia would be so proud yeah. to see where I am now, you know? Like I've been able to like grow so much and it's been such a, like it's been five years of gradual change, you know? But now that like I look back on it, like, wow, those five years, like I've slowly like reached so many goals that I had and they've just become part of me, which is amazing. Like, yeah. And you sometimes don't realize, you know, cause it's such a gradual transition. Like you don't even have the time to congratulate yourself for doing it. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. The manifesting right? The things that you truly want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing is your, your, your concept of super young is, is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was super young, like 14, I mean, like when I was super young, I was four years old and I wrote my first manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, fine. 14, 17. <laughs> We're still young. We still got time. We're taking actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. yeah it's interesting like I think for me it's like I find it easy to feel driven to work or to do a like um to work for a career like apply for jobs and stuff like that like not easy but like it's like what comes natural I think what I find really hard is to like relax and enjoy where I, where I am and I think that's also why like working in the turtle project was so important for me because there wasn't really anything to do well there was stuff to do but hardly anything all day and I just became like really happy with very simple things and yeah I think that's in the stage that I am right now not really taking myself too seriously in like doing something really impactful right now more like enjoying being young and I don't know having all this flexibility and um yeah just trying to stay present you know and like enjoy the people around me and everything so yeah <laughs> that's beautiful those are beautiful sentiments to kind of to carry us to the towards the end of the episode but I did uh I did want to talk just a little bit I promised or I alluded to it before about the car yeah. incident. so when I'm going to tell a little bit of the backstory spill in anything I miss but when we were we met we immediately connected because you guys are amazing you have you know, as you can tell from this podcast so far, you have these beautiful open minds, even more so open hearts and incredibly caring people. Um, we, we kicked it off. We were having fun on that hike. And then we were coming around. We've been traveling together for like three days. We're looking to get to our Airbnb. We go up this massive driveway that has like a 55 degree slant. And we make the right turn um, up at the top of the hill. Turns out it's a wrong Airbnb, wrong place all together try to back out and the car slips the back tire pops up into the air the car is kind of rolling down the driveway it's got like two two feet of lead time uh, of lead space before it goes off this cliff and we're absolutely screwed <laughs> and there's gonna be no way to get it out because of that massive slant um the roads are ridiculous things are things are absolutely uh as, as bad as they could seem we try to push it up a little bit the car slips even further down now we have like four inches four of inches. space not even like an inch if you look at those pictures it's like an inch and it's going to keep going further i, can't, I don't know what's going through your mind that. yeah uh, <laughs> he's getting you're getting ptsd what's going through your mind <laughs> are you oh, able yeah. to keep all these mantras and and mindsets in, in, in this time it was it was suffering for sure. 
<laughs> you have video evidence. Uh, I was, I think we were all suffering a little bit. I think it was all just like the mental thing. It was a, I, I think I got over the mental idea pretty quickly. My, my mindset was like, all right, my foot is all the way on the pedal right now. There isn't like, I'm leaning against the hill. I'm doing about everything I could do. And I was there for two hours, maybe. Foot on the pedal for like two hours. Yeah, yeah I didn't even need the foot on the pedal. That was foolish. But <laughs> <Just> so worried. <laughs> yeah. It was understandable. It was worry, but it was also, I continuously had hope. And I was like, everybody's gelling. Everybody's doing this together right now. And we're all usually in this. We're going to get out of it. Hopefully with a car. If not <laughs> without a car, that would suck really bad. But I think yeah. my mindset the whole time was we're gonna be out of this with this car. I don't know how. Yeah. But someone someone better than me is gonna drive this car and they're gonna get it off this cliff. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, yeah. like we all stayed quiet. Like, okay, Mons was a bit more stressed. I thought to be uh, honest, I thought guy was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, like, that was out, outlandish. I would have never <laughs> gone down with that insurance car. I would have for sure hopped out immediately. <laughs> I was positive. I was like, not positive. I was sad, but I was like, sure. He was like, he's gonna die now. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to meet. All, all yeah, I had but... to do is jump off the tire. It's like, great, great to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> yeah, you were okay. You're a cool kid. Sorry. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Nice to meet you. No, I think it, safety was was okay. I I was just focused on trying to keep our selves positive because like I, I was truly confident we'd get out of it because yeah, you did it was job. that was really the, the that was like the theme of the trip if you think about it all things come back to that just like embracing sucky parts together and then we can really enjoy you know getting to hit that big wave or getting to enjoy that good meal or getting to that that simsalabim jungalo because that place was was What's amazing spot? but it was all yeah. those lows that made us appreciate the highs and, and not I know to worry through, you know not try not to worry too much through them that was it was beautiful yeah i loved it because we all like we could all have so much fun when everything was going well but then even in the shitty part like i don't know when we're driving to santa teresa there was so many traffic jams and we had to wait for ages <laughs> on the road but it's just it was so fun you know like yeah there's no moment like i don't think anyone ever complained like like getting out like oh man huge traffic jam okay let's get out and dance like I don't, <laughs> it's easy to enjoy fun parts with anyone but i think that's probably why you guys are pretty special is is the ability to enjoy sucky parts together yeah yeah it was really important like no complaining just like enjoyment like it doesn't have to be the perfect situation for you to be happy you know i think right. we, yeah that's why i loved it so much <laughs> The biggest yeah. part about that, you said no complaining. I think that's, that was huge. I, the aspect that we're just, none of us are really complainers. I think, I don't know if it's a symptom of like, we don't, we don't think of community or our problems. I don't know if it's like a bad symptom, but I think it's, I think it's more like we're just, we're very grateful for where we are. And like we were in Costa Rica on the road going to San Teresa. And I, I think we could have that similar characteristic in anywhere, but I okay. think it's, it's, it's this, it's this realization like, uh, we're all kind of happy together and if one of us starts complaining we can kind of that kind of brings down the vibe but it's also like there was no need to complain we had wonderful people around us but i think ourselves as well we're just not really complainers yeah i mean and even if we were if we would start, i mean it's normal it's just like it wouldn't be long before we just turn that around and try to find a solution exactly like, complaining is good sometimes right like if, exactly. it, if it helps you point out when something's wrong yeah, but yeah. 
it's how long you sulk in that and before you turn yeah. around you're like all right let's start taking some steps towards making this better yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like not staying within I feel like there's many people that enjoy complaining you know like so like it's a relief can... right you get a little bit of relief yeah. but I, I remember i was telling the story to several friends you know who checked in it's like what happened with that car how'd you get out of that and i was i'm like <laughs> smiling the whole time i'm like yeah it was awful like it was so it was so stressful and they're like what the hell's wrong with you and i'm like oh, i'm sorry just like just confident we figured it out. and the thing is i think i think it'd be telling the story on my face as well even if the car just gone over the cliff I think I would have been just like, yeah, man, I just, I sent a car over a cliff. I didn't have insurance. I had to pay $15,000. It was crazy. It was so <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. So well, many positive lessons. Yeah. It's, well, it's definitely worth it getting an insurance because, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's my like, Graham, how you feeling? I knew, I, I, I pulled out the camera because I was like, I, I just felt like, obligated to capture your emotions in that moment knowing how funny it will be that was wonderful i love i, I watch this video still it is a wonderful <laughs> video like no doubt stressed but like that's a no doubter <laughs> yeah but i think I, I think i'm presenting myself well at least I <laughs> also, when you when you started singing pina colada i think that was that's just a legendary highlight reel. As we were getting rained on, yeah. Yeah, we're getting rained on. I'm yeah. Cover up the interior of the car from getting wet. And then it goes to start the car, and the car's just not starting. And I'm like, okay, this is fucked. <laughs> and he's, yelling, um, he's like, why isn't the car starting? I'm like, sir, I'm not sure. This is not my car. <laughs> this is not my car. I don't even have insurance for it. <laughs> wow. Barely in the car. Wow, there's a, a amazing, um, truly awesome memories. And mm -hmm. I'll cherish them as I really cherish the fact that we met and we crossed paths and we had that awesome adventure shared together. Be looking forward to the next time and, and following along and seeing you guys and catching up. Before we get out of here, uh, is there any other closing notes that you want to leave the people you love and care about who are probably going to check this out and, and get to listen? Uh, what's the final note you want to leave them with? Um, I'd say just enjoy life, honestly. Like, we were all coming to Costa Rica. I was so stressed with, like, work and, oh, my God. Like, I, I was living in the Netherlands, which I will continue living in, but like, I didn't see the sun in three months. Like, <laughs> like it's horrible. Like, looking at, up at the sun in Costa Rica, like, I was not used to it. Like, I was squinting. It was, it was hard at the beginning. <laughs> But yeah, like just have fun because I feel like there has to be this moment where you like alleviate depression. Like there's no need to always live stressed and like to always aim for more because yeah, you can just relax and um, that's a, such a nice way to live, you know? Like I feel like there's such a big uh, focus on always doing your best in every sense. Like um academically and physically and like you want to hit 10 in every aspect and I feel like there's also a part of you that should just relax and enjoy life so yeah I, I think that's the best thing pura vida pura vida yeah. pura vida pura vida my <laughs> that was good that was really good I yeah think. I just want to say I love I love it everyone Sorry. <laughs> I give one cut.
Go ahead, Monica. No, I just want to say I love everyone and that's it. <laughs> beautiful. That was beautiful, Monica. Succinct. <laughs> I love everyone. No haters. Hi, Mom. No haters, please. Love you, Mom. Come on, this is my new Spotify. <laughs> that was good i think so much i I went in with stress as well but it was more of like it wasn't work stress it's more of just like what the hell is my life doing stress but i I come out of it and realizing like one travel is travel is great travel by yourself solo travel into foreign countries extremely highly recommended no matter your like comfort comfort zone with it i think it's going to pay off dividends if you put yourself out there i think that really much leads up to like spontaneity i think like i don't know for me like like punctuating your life life with spontaneity is 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 so so enriching because it allows you those new experiences and i think new experiences are very valuable so i'd say you know do something crazy spontaneous go travel the world take a solo road trip uh, go skydiving and never been skydiving you might go skydiving or like i don't know try surfing (laughs) the next ocean try surfing yeah yeah i agree i also think like one last thing i was thinking about like try to surround yourself with people that both make you feel amazing and inspire you like people that can achieve both things at the same time because honestly like most of my friends are like that like you two included but i think um it wasn't always the case and yeah it changes your life Mm. Like for the better, so right. go where yeah. you're celebrated, not tolerated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had one more. Nice little icing. Go ahead. One Just more. for the, because I I always say this, but yeah, um, take care of the environment also. Like, I don't know. I think and the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I don't know. Sometimes I wish I got reminded myself. Um, because I don't always well I definitely don't I travel and that's like the worst thing you could do um like the take the train take the train not the plane but um just walk to Costa Rica from Spain too (laughs) love it love it just love it honestly and you can hear it in all of your your life messages just that continuing to care continuing to take action your your three amazing people so young, taking action. It's really cool to see you witnessing you on this process, being a part of getting better together, being a part of each other's challenge networks, sharing this conversation for the people that you love, the people that are going to check in and listen and just open perspectives and see what else is possible. And we make it happen. Thanks everyone for being here. Wonderful. Thanks for having us. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's been amazing. I can't wait to see you guys soon. Maybe this year we can have a little trip together. Yeah. We'll we'll walk. We'll travel. (laughs) And let's dance again. I miss our dancing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, twerking. We need to practice. We've been practicing twerking. Oh, you've been practicing. Okay. (laughs) Keep up with me and Graham. Yeah. Keep up, maybe. (laughs) Beyond talent, intelligence, money, or natural gifts, ordinary people achieve the extraordinary and shape what's possible for others by taking action with their heart and hard work.